good day and welcome to Holding Fast. It's marvelous to have you today. Thank you for letting me into your life and into your your uh, walk here on this earth. And I hope that by listening to this, you'll be encouraged to be a faithful servant. We have been looking for the past several podcasts at the 12 Disciples, and uh, we're going to do that same thing today. We're going to be changing the format up here pretty soon as as we near the end. We're, we're running out of disciples real quick. And at least uh, the 12 apostles and what they did after the resurrection and ascension of our Lord. And so we'll be turning our attention towards a different topic. But uh, it's a real joy for me to be able to share these things with you. And uh, hopefully there's been something that you can learn from each one of these apostles. They were all distinct and different. Some had greater notoriety than others. Others are mentioned more often in Scripture. Uh, others, uh, it's remarkable, had uh, significant backgrounds, but yet you're not given a lot of information about what exactly they did. Uh, our Lord often used those things that were uh, small in the sight of the world to accomplish great things for himself. I mean, who would have ever thought that the Apostle Peter, a rugged, rough fisherman from uh, from Galilee, to be able to preach the very first New Testament sermon in the book of Acts, uh, a man who was weak in many ways, and yet the Lord used him so that his strength might come from God rather than himself. So we've been looking at these different disciples, the apostles, and what they did after the resurrection of Christ. And we looked last time at uh, James, the son of Alphaeus. But today we're turning our attention towards another character, another apostle, and his name was Jude. Now, as is often the case even with James, uh, we discover that there were several men that were named Jude or Judas in the New Testament. The word Jude, the name Jude, is actually a derivative of Judas or Judah, uh, like Sam is a derivative of Samuel. It's kind of a nickname. Uh, but there are at least three men named Jude or Judas that had significant roles in our Lord's ministry. And uh, we're going to look at these today. The first one that we've become aware of in the Gospel of Luke and the Gospel of Matthew is, of course, Jude or Judas Iscariot, uh, meaning from the village of Cariote or Carioth. Uh, Judas, who betrayed our Lord for 30 pieces of silver. Uh, he was a chosen disciple who we know what his end was because he went out in great remorse and uh, uh, and hung himself uh, from the neck. Uh, that was Judas Iscariot. So he was, he was gone by this time, of course, when they went out into their missionary work. And then there was Judas or Jude the Apostle who is identified specifically in John chapter 14, uh, and I'm sure he was glad of this. His name was Jude, uh, Judas, not Iscariot, as the scripture says. So Jesus actually had at least two men uh, by the name of Jude or Judas to be among the 12 disciples. And, uh, I, you know, I can, there's a part of me that can't wonder or, or, or can't help but think that uh, there, there must have been some confusion at times when the Lord is calling to the disciples. If he said Jude, how many guys would look up? or James, or something of that nature, uh, so that it would not surprise me whatsoever if the Lord uh, or the disciples themselves had not formed nicknames. Guys have a tendency to do that. Uh, they'll call each other skinny, and they'll, you know, uh, spanky, and all those other kinds of things. But here, the disciples probably had that as well. As a matter of fact, there's a uh, occasion in the scripture where Jude is referred to as Thaddeus, uh, Thaddeus was a name that was 
given to one of them so that maybe they called one of these James uh, uh, Judas's by that name. But any in any case, so you had Judas Iscariot, you had Judas not Iscariot, and then you also had another Jude, and this Jude was a half-brother of Jesus and the brother of James. Uh, of course, our Lord had his heavenly father as his father. And then after Mary and Joseph gave, uh, after Mary gave birth to Jesus, then they resumed a family life or began a family life. And the Bible tells us that Mary had other brothers and sisters. And so there is a Jude that was the half brother of Jesus that was born. And he would have been the full brother of James. James and Jude were full brothers being coming from Joseph and Mary. James, who later became the very first uh, pastor of the Jerusalem church, he was the elder that was in charge of that. But this Jude, who would have been the brother of James, was the son of Mary and Joseph and would would have been raised as a brother to Jesus Christ, according to Mark chapter 6, verse 3. So, Uh, The book Jude, uh, that's towards the end of your New Testament, Jude, the half-brother of our Lord, would have been the author of that uh, book by his name. In Jude chapter 1, in verse 1, he identifies himself. And you know, I think this is interesting too. Um, Oftentimes in our culture, there are people that are just uh, prominent name droppers, Uh, They're always dropping some famous person's name in order that they might perhaps get a little uh, glory from that person's name. But Jude doesn't do that. Jude, in a uh, remarkably reserved act on his part, calls himself in Jude 1.1 a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. Now that's 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 very interesting that neither he oh and by the way James his brother who wrote the book of James never claimed or highlighted that familial relationship with Jesus when they wrote their letters in the New Testament. I think human pride would have nudged me to say and by the way I got authority cuz I'm a brother to the Lord. But they never included that, but their reverence, their understanding, their appreciation of Jesus' divine identity really motivated them to consider themselves as simple slaves and servants uh, to Jesus Christ. So Jude was among the siblings of Jesus. Uh, The Bible tells us in John chapter 7 that first did not blame, excuse me, did not claim to to believe the the claims of the Lord Jesus Christ to being the Messiah. Uh, At one point, uh, they actually went along with their mom, Mary, and waited outside of the house where Jesus was teaching in order to bring him home with them, thinking he's lost his mind. He's gone crazy. Uh, Their purpose was, uh, the scripture says in Mark chapter 3, quote, to take charge of him, for they said he is out of his mind. Um, And it was most likely, just as it was James, Jude alike, it was after the resurrection uh, and saw Christ with their very own eyes that Jude and his brother James came to understand that their half-brother, Jesus, was indeed the Son of God. Uh, I think a lot of the pieces fell into place at that moment when they saw him, when they heard him teach, when they saw the nail prints in his hands. It was a shift in perspective that must have just been of earthquake proportions in their life. And it really motivated Jude to define himself not as the brother of the Messiah, but as a servant of Jesus Christ.
Well, uh, he was not one of the 12 apostles per se, uh, but he was a leader in the early church. He begins his letter with a deep concern about believers who had abandoned their faith, how they were so quickly following after false teachers, uh, his manner of addressing those who are the called, loved by God the Father, and kept in Jesus Christ as kind and loving. And uh, he speaks easily of the Lord as one who actually knew him intimately. And it's noteworthy that Jude actually even credits the Lord Jesus with saving his call, his chosen people from Egypt in Jude 1 and verse 5. Jude, his brother James, they teach us an important lesson that intimacy and familiarity with Jesus is not sufficient to save us. They lived in the same household with Jesus, the Son of God, for many years. Uh, 30 years, or well, I don't know how long it was along before Christ was, uh, before they were born in the, in the life of Christ, but they knew about him. Um, they didn't know him, but they knew about him. Boy, the same is true of a lot of professing people today. Church pews are full of people that have an intellectual awareness of who he is, but they don't possess him in their heart. Um, and I think the truth does not, re, does not redefine your life if that truth is not applied. Jesus said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Uh, and Jesus told them, if you really know me, you'll know my Father as well. There were no shortcuts for Jude or James or Mary. There was no card that they could lay out saying I was a part of Mary's family as well. Uh, there was no riding the coattails of Mary or Joseph or anybody else into heaven. Uh, living in the household with the Son of God couldn't save them. They had to be saved by grace through faith, just like everyone else who wants to know God. Well, by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Put your faith in Him today. It's the only thing that will save.